Okay, time for a regular wellness check with wellness expert and nutritionist Laura DeSanctis, who joins us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Follow her on Instagram at Go With Your Gut. Laura, good afternoon. Hi, Jeff. Good afternoon. Okay, we're going to start uh, by talking about stress because these are stressful times we're all living in. It goes without saying, none of us really have seen a year like this one, 2020, which is just a little more than uh, halfway done. And you sent me this article the other day, and I knew we were going to talk about it. Can stress cause digestive problems? Because uh, it also was on Instagram, and it uh, comes, uh, the third word in is the poop emoji. And as soon as I saw the poop emoji, I knew Laura was going to want to talk about this. <laughs> Why not, right? Um, <laughs> I think we all just can't wait for it to be over because it's caused us so much stress. Um, but yeah, let's get right into it. Stress and digestive problems. So I've had a lot of people reach out to me because I do focus on uh, digestive issues and stress. And really, stress is such a contributing factor to um, our digestive tract. And a lot of people don't realize you can have a great diet, but if you aren't managing your stress, you'll still get a lot of symptoms of and flare-ups. And those symptoms or flare-ups can, well, really be uh, diarrhea. And sometimes when I'm on, I think there's not a lot of TMI. So we're going to just talk a little bit about why this happens. And just feel free to ask me questions as I'm going along. But I think a lot of people forget that the organ in our body that has the most nerve endings is actually our GI tract, not the brain and the spinal cord. So how the gut and the brain communicate to each other through this vagus nerve, it's from our foods to our feelings. So when we are in stressful situations, when we're on work calls or when we're exposed to stressful information, that directly affects our gut. So when we have those gut feelings, and what happens when is when we're like super stressed, and I don't know how you feel, Jeff, but for me, I directly feel it in my gut when I'm really stressed out. And a lot of the time is that I get digestive upset. So people will get like bloating or gas or diarrhea because they actually cannot digest the food that they're eating because they can't digest the information and the stress around them in their environment. Do you, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I have occasionally, yeah, you know what, when I get stressed out, occasionally I have that kind of like heavy feeling in my gut. And like you were just saying, it doesn't matter what you eat, how good your uh, eating regimen, your nutrition is, there is really a connection between uh, how you feel. Like if your mind is stressed out, uh, your gut is going to show it. Exactly. So we hear a lot about this brain-gut connection. And if you're on social media, if you do search for it, there's a lot of information that's coming out about this brain-gut connection axis. And it's really called the enteric nervous system. So it is true. Our stomach and our intestines have their own unique nervous system called this enteric nervous system. And they respond to stress hormones and neurotransmitters the same way that our brains do. So when a lot of people are getting bloating, intestinal cramps, diarrhea, this is a lot to do with the, the stressors in our environment. So I know right now, especially with COVID and things going on, it's very hard to remove some of these stressors, but we have to try every day and do what we can, even if that's like going for a walk for 10 or 15 minutes, taking the time to eat and not eat in front of your computer or the TV, just trying to find simple ways to decrease our stress, because as we decrease our stress, then we can improve our digestion. So the two go hand in hand. So our gut is really telling us something. It's signaling something to us. If we do feel a little uncomfortable, a little bloated, I think a lot of people thought, oh, maybe I ate something past its best before date or something. But actually, it is the, the fact that you really are feeling stressed and your body is sending you signals. So 
What are some of the ways that, uh, if it's not our eating, what are some of the ways we can try to calm and relax both our mind and our gut? Um, really, it's to reduce as much cortisol as possible. Um, the higher the cortisol levels, they prevent our stomach from making mucus. Um, so how do we prevent cortisol? Well, uh, exercising, yoga, meditation, taking up a hobby. I know a lot of people during COVID uh, with some extra time took up hobbies or reading, like really disconnecting, uh, making a hard stop, you know, for work or deadlines or shutting off TV and doing other things that you like, which won't always get your mind going. I, I like to think of things for me, one of the best examples are going for walks. I try to go, especially right now, because the weather's so nice, at least two to three times a day. Okay, so when your gut's not feeling good, instead of reaching for the Tums or an antacid, maybe the answer really is just to de-stress, get away from it all, uh, find an escape. Yeah, try that. I mean, the crazy thing is, I don't know how you feel, Jeff, and I don't know how a lot of our listeners feel, but um, when people go away on vacation, they feel that their symptoms are, they go away because they're not thinking, they're not in a stressful environment. So even if they remove uh, foods out of their diet, like gluten or dairy, um, or if they're eating them when they're on vacation, they notice that their stomach isn't as irritable. They don't have those symptoms of diarrhea or constipation or upset stomach because they are in more rest and digest, they're more relaxed. So it's really like how do we practice these stress management techniques and kind of make like a, a promise to yourself. Like every day, I'd like to tell people like every day at five o'clock after you shut down work, if you can go for a walk or do something for you, make that commitment because that will really help reduce those cortisol levels. Joined by our wellness expert, Laura DeSanctis. And Laura, let's move off of, uh, well, this is just a horrible segue, but human feces to <laughs> to cow feces, because believe it or not, that has also been in the news this week, as Burger King says that they're going to address climate change by changing cows' diets. And they're actually uh, adding its lemongrass into uh, some cows' diets? Yeah, I found this, this has been trending actually all week about Burger King's sustainability strategy. So really they're trying to reduce cow methane, which is cow farts and cow poop, because it's a huge part of, um, makes a huge part of our environmental change and impact. So they found this formula where they're inserting lemongrass um, into the cow's diet to help change this formula and to help lower, and it's been proven, to help lower climate change. So I think the study said about 32% of daily emissions of methane were reduced when 100 grams of lemongrass were given to each cow. Now, I don't know uh, long-term how that's going to work, and I also don't know, um, you know what the actual meat is going to taste. I don't go to Burger King, but it is their sustainable long-term commitment. So it would be interesting, and Jeff, maybe you want to try it or someone, one of our listeners about how these burgers, when they come into Canada, will taste. But I am, from a digestive perspective, 100% a big, big proponent of lemongrass because it helps with digestion. So if a lot of people do have upset stomachs, we're talking about rest and digest, this is a good segue about um, lemongrass is that it's a natural herb that is proven to help reduce inflammation um, and boost our immune system. So, I mean, Okay, so this is something that works not only for cows, but for people as well. And if so, how can we get more lemongrass into our diet? right? Uh, all about the lemongrass these days. So it really helps improve our digestion. It helps with bloating and gas. So when we're talking about the cow methane, um, they produce a lot of gas. So with the lemongrass, it helps. It has these anti-inflammatory properties, and there's this natural remedy 
that helps reduce the stomach cramping and other digestive issues. So it's just really a natural solution that works if you have a lot of bloating and gas and people can take it. Uh, actually, lemongrass is in a lot of Thai foods and it's in a lot of herbal tea. So it's really good to uh, for the body. It's really good on the digestive tract and it's pretty effective. Um, but again, it's not going to hit you right away. If you have it over time, you'll notice the effects. But it definitely is a great boost for immune system and a natural remedy for digestive issues, 100%. Okay, so it will reduce uh, farting then, right? Because I was wondering whether or not uh, the cows are farting less or they just smell better. Do they smell lemony? <laughs> I got up and close and personal to the cow, so I'm not sure. But then I also, <laughs> if you eat one of these burgers from Burger King, Will you reduce your farts as well, or do you have to have the lemongrass tea after you have the burger? I don't know. There's so many things happening here with the lemongrass and the burgers from Burger King, so I'm not really sure there, but um, I think it's a step in the right direction. Well, they are the home of the Whopper, but I think they mean burgers when they talk about that. So, But that could be a whole new advertising campaign for Burger King. Laura, thank you as always. Good to see you. Good to chat. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> there goes Laura DeSantis, our wellness expert. Follow her on Instagram at Go With Your Gut.